Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 200. Yeah! Wow. Hi, listener. I'm wow. excited. Are you? I, I hope. Oh, we have two listener now. Hello, the, listeners this. on Twitch. Hello, listener, the person that is listening to our podcast individually before showing it to a friend who will also listen to it individually, and then the chain will go onwards. <laughs> That's basically, it's, it's, not a, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's, it's a multi-level marketing. It's a multi-level marketing <laughs> scheme. <laughs> it's all podcasts, sorry. It's multi-level marketing. Uh, it's 200, 200 episodes. Really excited. We're also uh, going to be doing the Modis a little bit later. But oh, beforehand, so we want to tell you about Patreon. And Eric is going to tell you all about it. I am while I... Well, actually, no, I'm going to hold off on this. Patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage. C-A-R-B-I-T-R-A-G-E. I don't need to tell you that because you're listening to the damn podcast right now. On Patreon.com, you will find two open-ended levels of support for content consumers like you, the listeners, to support content producers like us. Uh, head on over to Patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage. Get yourself signed up, and we will give you some swag and our undying eternal gratitude. And the occasional hello when we open up our episode. There is that. Um, I do say hello to patrons as well. Hello, patrons. And, I mean, we originally just had it where uh, patrons would be allowed to submit private topics for our consideration, but really anyone can do that now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're expanding what patrons can do. So. Uh, greener pastures, new yes. horizons. Now, uh, moving on to the beer segment, you brought beer this time. I did. I brought some Spotted Cow. And what a beer. It is a perfect cream ale. So. Mm, it is. There we go. Oof. Nice crisp opening. So I gave you the colder can. Thank you. Because I know I can accept this beer at just below room temperature. And I wasn't <laughs> sure if you can. So, but yes, it's time for the Modi Awards, hey, which are our yearly awards we've been doing. This is the third year we've done it. I can't believe we've been doing this podcast legitimately for almost three years. Yeah, I know, right? That's awesome. That's low-key ridiculous. <clears throat> can't believe I've had this garage for three years. That's... The real Loki ridiculous thing. <laughs> right. I think we started like a month or two after I got the garage. It was pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, like you got the garage and you're like, I, I want to do a podcast. And I'm like, I want to do a podcast. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm in. Let's do it. So we and have... then we got snowed in. Yes, we did. Was that that year? Yeah. yeah. That was only like a month into it then. Yeah. We were wow. still motor cult. That was fun. So um, anyway, we I'm are excited for the Modis. The Modi Awards uh, we do every year. We have a handful, which are audience selected ones. And then we have our own little things that we do ourselves. Uh, username is Carbitrage Podcast. I've also got it pulled up here on my phone as well. Uh, I'll, I'll just hand this to you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not giving. <clears throat> Actually, you would probably be able to guess it, but. I was blocking the camera so they couldn't see you typing. <laughs> Uh, we'll go ahead and save that. Sure, why not? Okay. All right. There we go. Now, let me bring this up on the this here television. So, question one that we asked the audience was the car of the year, in which we had 20 people answer. Wow, that's actually impressive. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I also I put this up yesterday, so I, I waited until the absolute last minute. Um, I don't think I can get rid of this sidebar, so it's okay. bear with me. Don't even worry about it. Actually, you can scroll. Aha! Oh, oh, oh no! no you can't. Nope. Thank you, Web, <laughs> Web 2.0 or whatever the hell this is. Um, so our car of the year. Yeah, what uh, were the options? Options: the 2020 Mitsubishi Mirage, the oh, 2020 what a great car. yes, the 2020 Fiat 124. Also a great car. Corey the, bought one. Yes, the 2020 
Aston, yeah, Aston Martin Victor. Awesome car, manual transmission. Awesome Cosworth Indeed. V12. The 2020 Toyota Camry TRD. The best possible thing you could get from Hertz. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Toyota Yaris GR. Just the best car. Yeah. Uh, and then the Changli Namika. Oh, what an adorable little, Aww. just try, trying boy. Yes, it is. Um, now, for our responses, uh, let's see here. I'm, I'm not blown away by this, but I'm impressed that we got votes for every one of these. Yeah, oh. I know, right? <laughs> Should have had a Modi figurine made with the winner carved into belly fat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> no GMA T50 was sad. Uh, yes, the Aston Martin Victor is so similar to that concept. Uh, we we could have done a, a slash or whatever. Yeah, but, but I wanted to do the Victor because I six we, cars. Well, I also previously said that the Victor was like the peak of human development as far as like aesthetics go. Like it's an absolutely gorgeous. And it's vehicle. a car you could actually potentially buy. Whereas yes. The GMA T50 is millions of dollars, and you have to be invited to buy one. Yes, and this one they made one, which you could buy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if you didn't, it sucks to suck. Yeah. Uh, however, <laughs> what's your top three? All right. So, our third place is actually a three-way tie between the Mitsubishi Mirage, the Victor, and the Camry TRD, which is amazing. Tells you how good all those are. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. Um, your data is more recent than my data. I am wrong. In fact, the 2020 Mitsubishi oh. Mirage is in third place for oh, the you're right. car of the year. Excuse me. Second place goes with the Fiat 124, edging it out by a solitary vote. <laughs> And then first place goes to the Toyota Yaris GR. 40% of people voted for the yeah, Yaris GR. Yeah, that was a uh, overwhelming landslide for and, the GR. And it makes sense. It's it's a, a it's a great vehicle. So. 30-something thousand dollar car, which is probably the best thing to be yes. produced, not only in 2020, but potentially bookending years, too. Yeah, I, I think so. It's just the best thing to be produced. Um, so what were our picks last year? We did the Mark V Supra and the Mirage? I think so, yeah. It was a Mark V Supra and the Mirage, and I threw out the Mirage because you can get with a manual, unlike the Supra, mm-hmm. uh, and everything else kind of sucked. Yeah, um, that's true. Now, for the next right. question is going to be the most exciting car announcement of 2020. Uh, our choices were the uh, BMW i Division, the Polestar lineup, the 2021 Toyota Sienna, the Nissan 400Z, and the Toyota Corolla GR. Uh, and Absolutely nobody cared except for one person about the BMW i Division because it got one solitary vote. I did not vote for that, but I also voted for one of the least popular things here. The Polestar lineup? I did vote for the Polestar mm. lineup. I, uh, Bless actually, you. I think I actually voted for the 400Z. That's a cool car, and yeah. I like the uh, the Chen photography photos yeah. of that. Those were beautiful. That was actually but... the photo I used in the, uh, in the questionnaire. I voted for the Sienna. And actually, <laughs> weird. Why? That, why? That because, puts us like. <laughs> I mean, I have the first generation Sienna, and it's officially second, getting second. Tied. Have the second generation. Oh yes, you I, have the first modern I had generation. The first. You, yeah, gen. you have the first modern Sienna. So yeah. I had the first gen growing up, and then I, the second gen is officially getting titled over to my name next week, and my mom has the third gen, and I love like seeing what's coming up with the Sienna because I think it's we'll own every single one of them just because I mean the first gen it my mom daily drove that with you know from Bloomington to downtown Minneapolis and both suburbs of Buffalo yeah yeah you you, she drove it like as you would use a normal car Um, and put on more well over 200,000 and road tripping a lot with 
two children, and then my And apparently dad... it did not change the oil ever. No. And when they did, they went to Jiffy Lube. Ah. And then my And dad... the timing belt was never touched. <laughs> <laughs> Toyota V6's timing belts are optional. Yeah. I don't know why, but they are. Yeah, And seriously. then my dad used the first gen as a work vehicle for a very long time. And then um, we sold it after that, after like two lifetime uses, basically. <laughs> it's probably still alive and somewhere. It's still oh, yeah. Somewhere, like... It's like all the old Toyota pickups after the plumbing company's done with them that ship them over to Iran or whatever. Yeah, exactly. and they have another 300,000 mile life. <laughs> Is a technical? Yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, it's just they live like three lifetimes. I still see first gen Siennas, so I'm they're, excited. They're to like see cats. You hear them first because every yes. one of the flex pipes are gone. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I'm a 1MZFE. Ah, it's a Sienna. Yes, that's how you can so tell. I'm just really excited to see what they do with the 2021 Sienna because I didn't even know that it existed until I took the <laughs> survey. And then you saw it and you go, wow, that's actually yeah. very cool. You got actually excited at that point in time. And that was actually third on our list for our top three uh, for most exciting car announcements. Minivans are always a good choice. I also tried as hard as I could to skew this and actually shared this in the van culture group. <laughs> And it worked I, I, against me. It actually worked against me because I started voting for everything else. So well, they look at the, well, van people are big brains, so they look into it like, wow, what's this? Click. Oh. Well, they probably mm. also knew about it, so That's they're true. like not excited. So. I like yeah. Um, <laughs> however, the uh, Nissan 400Z ended up coming in second place, which is another shock to me. I see that. Um, I was even with the Larry Chen photography, like her image on you know, like everything else being just whatever promotional images right yeah so <laughs> i have no idea uh i guess it's the fact that it's a nissan and nobody has any faith in them nobody cares about nissan i anymore, mean it's I a think. cool car i mean you get the twin turbo v6 which is good and it hasn't broken yet so apparently yeah they're it's, pretty even, decent. it's not even out yet and they the haven't broken it so manual it's transmission good. still thing this is good yeah rear wheel drive is good i think it's is it two plus two or is it two seater Mm, I think it's a two-seater. Well, that's a lot of downside. But. Uh, but I, they might add a two-plus-two. They've done that previously. I it doesn't matter. Should. But, uh, yeah, okay. Th- th- it's, it's a good oh. car. However, um, it is just barely edged out by a car that is rightfully in first place. The Toyota Corolla GR. Now, I haven't done much looking this year on the Corolla GR. It is all-wheel drive turbo. Uh, uses this uses the Yaris GR powertrain, if I'm not so mistaken. The, the four-cylinder one or the three-cylinder? Four-cylinder. Okay. So it I uses like the Euro... Yeah. Okay. It, it's it's actually really cool. So <clears throat> it's going to be like an actual hot hatch. Like... Curl. Oh, curl hatchback. Yeah. That's... I should have voted... Five-door. I should have voted for that. Yeah, that's very, very cool. Although I like so, the Polestar or whatever. Uh, and also they announced for 100% for sure that it's coming to America, like, as I put this live. So that's probably why it, like, blew up so much. Yeah, I know, right? Eric is shaking with anticipation. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank goodness we have a table between you and I. So we were... Um, I didn't want to talk about the, the bad things in 2020, and usually half these questions are me you know, shitting on people for being stupid <laughs> in the car world. Like, usually there's at least one question about Mary Barra. <laughs> uh, so... Oh, this... I decided <clears throat> instead to make a humorous question, what car best oh, sums sh- up 2020? And our options were a Copart.com Volkswagen Touareg. What could possibly go wrong there? An Acura Integra with a single word cam D-series engine swapped in. It looks like it'd be a great idea, but it actually sucks. Uh, a NB Miata, except it's got an automatic transmission. 
I can't believe I had to look to yeah, see if they, they actually they made that. Did. They made that. It was a thing. Oh, that's <laughs> oh. <laughs> just oh. the worst waste of potential. Oh. <clears throat> a Fiat X19 project car. <laughs> it's not <laughs> worth anything. You can't find any parts, and it's just going to ruin your life. <laughs> or a 1997 Pontiac Grand Am. You didn't ask for it. It was free, and now you're stuck with it. And that is. Those are the. Uh, selections i chose to sum up 2020 yeah i had to debate between the copart volkswagen and the pontiac grand am and uh i settled on the the volkswagen i think i did the volkswagen no i did the fiat x19 actually i definitely did the Touareg, and i know Corey did too <laughs> because that is such a 2020 thing yeah. like oh this is gonna be great 2020. Every one of these, with the all exception the, of that Pontiac, sounds like something All the holidays are weekends. Yeah, you, you drive your 3.2 home, you park it the next morning, just you get a cam crank correlation code in the morning, your air <laughs> suspension's flat, the transmission starts lurching, and you hear the CV axles. You should just... Have, I really wish I had like a camera that just like watched... like That would just turn on as soon as a Q7... Oratory, I would pull him the lot of good karma. Because <laughs> there's a dude that came in. We told him about a cam crank correlation code. And he goes, shit, like, how hard is that to fix? I'm like, it's engine out. It sucks. You probably want to get a new one. And he's like, I really like this truck. I got to think about it. And he gets out there. He pulls it backwards. And I swear to God, the air suspension was working. It was in our shop. He pulls out. He pulls up to, like, to uh, Broadway. Or, um, not Broadway. Uh, whatever street it's on. And just... The right rear corner just <laughs> on the ground. Like, I watch it just fall on its face. And he gets out. He goes, what the hell? I'm like, I just pop my head out. I go, that's an air strut. And he goes, how much is that? I'm like, about 1200 bucks a corner. You're going to need all four, and you might need a pump. And he goes, I think I'm going to sell it. I'm like, I think you should sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it was bad. So, I mean... I think that sums up. I'm, su- I'm surprised that the Grand Dam won. I mean, like, ugh, yeah. you wouldn't want that. But So we should actually explain wh- what the votes were for. Um, and yes, so oh, the... Oh, did I just blow it? No, Sorry. it's all right. We'll go backwards on it. Because, yes, the Grand Dam did win uh, by one vote. It barely <clears throat> edged it out. And actually, when I loaded up my Survey Monkey thing, yeah. uh, it was actually tied. Hmm. So, yeah, the, the Grand Dam, I think the reason is, is 2020 felt like four years. Yeah. Because he had quarter, oh, he yeah. had quarter one, which was pre-COVID. He had quarter two, which was COVID. He had quarter three, which was first quarantine. No, no, quarter quarter two was first quarantine. Oh. Quarter three was our civil war that oh, we had yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then quarter four was the election nightmare. So yeah, it was four years. Every quarter of the year was just in a different year. So. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's like that Grand Am. It just kept going. It wouldn't stop. It never ended, and every day was worse than the day before. Was it at least a an early quad four high output manual Grand Am? Mm, and that's like a three one. Oh, three one for the four T sixty five. Yep, that's bad. Um, however, uh, the Touareg did get second place, and then third place was the Fiat X one nine. I think the Fiat X one nine got third place only because. So few people know how much of a nightmare a Fiat X19 is. Yeah, you want to buy one wonderful. that runs and drives and is complete if you buy one. Like, you're like, it's an affordable mid-engine Italian sports car. That is awesome. And then you actually get it, and it kind of looks a little funky, and you drive it. But they're super light. They handle really yeah, well. And they're, they're actually they're great. fun they, if they work. They're great when they work, except the thing is, like, you bought this one, like, you know, it's a project car. 
the photo you put in the survey <laughs> was like, ooh. Yeah. I needed the photos to match exactly the car. Like, I couldn't do, like, a, I couldn't, like, or similar myself here. That, that <laughs> I car. The actual car. Is the amount of people that have been financially ruined by X19s are probably hellaciously high. Oh, it has to be. A hundred, hundred thousand percent. Uh, because you see it and you go, oh, that looks so fun. And, and, and you not. remember it from your childhood, too, when they were new and they were working. And they were genuinely, the press loved them when they came out because they're like 1,850 they pounds. They were great cars. Manual, like plenty of power. They were cheap. But like yeah. also, nobody knew how to work on them. And yeah, parts availability is just non-existent. So uh, yeah, now, especially now. If like, you find one, make sure it's got all the parts on it, everything. Like, make sure it doesn't leak. Make sure it doesn't smoke. If you got all that going for you, you should be fine. Uh, you should probably just buy it directly from Fiat. Or like buy one that was in Europe where they oh, have yeah. shops that could maintain these things. That might be smart. And then just bring it in because they're not expensive. And they're obviously plenty old to bring in. Yes, you can legally import them. I unfortunately cannot scroll because my <clears throat> server right, monkey well, sucks on my phone. Now, I want to talk about the best uh, automotive story of 2020. Okay. Um, and so our, cho- our choices were Jason Torsinski's Chinglina Mika, which got zero well, uh, votes at all. So, oh well. Maybe um, that was the skipped. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been the skipped one. Uh, Jim Hackett stepping down for Ford got one, which is great news. Uh, my story about the USDM Skyline uh, being saved from the Idaho junkyard and brought to Japan got sh- like a shockingly large amount of votes. Um, I can't believe that was 2020. I know, right? Me neither. Oh. It feels like it literally feels like it was 100 years ago. Yeah, I feel like that was one of our first Gone. stories. <laughs> Gone was from December and January, like because he did that over New Year's. God. Um, and actually, Gone was tied for first place with. A story that was actually submitted from one of our patrons, Scott. This horrible, god-awful Kia Nero nightmare it never ends. It might have won had we done part two already. Yeah, yeah. and we had not done part two. <laughs> I, I, uh, I talked to him today, this morning. I'm like, do you want to come on in two weeks and do a follow-up? He's like, well, yeah, Kia should have given me their follow-up letter at that point with their whatever. He's in arbitration now. It's a long story. <laughs> But, like, there's already so much stuff that's happened since then. And it's to the it's, point now, it's, it is it is hilarious. It just keeps, like, the situation just keeps getting even worse. Somehow, I found a way to make it worse. It just <laughs> makes me feel good that I'm not the only person that deals with this. Yeah. No, it's somebody that's directly... blood-related. Yeah, exactly. It's a genetic Next thing. Next episode, I have a very similar story, but much shorter, that happened at work the other day. It's great. Fair enough. I'll share it later. Make sure to, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you can key it into the notes if you'd like. Actually, you if forget. you wanted to, why don't you share it really quickly? Because that's a pretty short story. Okay. It's just one guy having a nightmare of yeah, a day. So it's a totally perfect. you day. It's relevant then. This is a you day. Let me listen to a day in the <laughs> yeah, life so, of Eric Berger. Um, you know, right now, because of like COVID and everything, and just because we're a small school in general, mm-hmm. we don't have any extra teachers we literally just have enough for the amount of students we have and then sometimes when i come in like the first hour i'm in uh while they're napping i get everything that needs to get done otherwise we're constant we're just with the students and so um the parents have our phone numbers in case they need to reach us and um Lisa, the toddler teacher, got a text saying, um, yeah. hey, uh, 
my husband lost his fob. Can you look for it? And I thought you were going to say No, fob. No, fob. It's key fob. Key fob. For right, his, no, I, I his push button start car. <laughs> yeah. And Lisa's like, I have one with me, you know, uh, I will do my best, but I'm the only one with seven toddlers. Like, we're not going to go on a field trip right now, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look what I can. And <laughs> the husband sends an aerial photo of <laughs> our school and circles where his parking spot was oh, no. and sends it to her. And it was a it's good thing, though, because... She was able to look out the classroom window to that spot, mm -hmm. and she was able to find it from inside, but she wasn't going to bring all the toddlers out into the parking lot to look for it. <laughs> sure. Which so, also would have been hilarious. Which would have been funny. <laughs> like, that would have so been perfect. Then, like, linked hands just, like, parading out the door. Yeah, so she had to text them, like, I found it, but I can't go out and get it. And they're like, okay. And then... Uh, my other coworker gets back from break and like Lisa like pounds on the window, gets her attention and is like pointing. So it's like back and forth between Lisa and my other coworker. To um, ima find the imagine spot. like a curbier enthusiasm, yeah. like Larry David trying to point at something. Yeah. It's just not working. The other person's just like, ev they're understanding everything except for what they need to know. Oh, it's, it's uh, Corbin yeah. Dallas and Ray. Yeah, exactly. In yeah. the fifth element. Yeah. So yeah, that. Exactly that. <laughs> And so, like, it gets found, Sydney brings it in, oh and God. Lisa texts the parents saying, hey, we found it, you know, if you want it, like, come pick it up. And so he comes, picks it up, and then he, like, he, he picks it up and leaves. He's like, I'll be back for my kid later. Like, we're like okay. <laughs> like, in a very, like, yeah. rushed. And Lisa just assumed because they had a baby, like, earlier this week that that's why he's, like, so rushed. <clears throat> and he comes and picks up later and he's like Jana Lisa do you want to hear what my day was today <laughs> and we're like yeah somehow what? I don't think it's, we're gonna have a choice it, it's already an Eric Berger day yeah, yeah. so far oh, so yeah. far this is already an average like, day in your life <laughs> we're like yeah Tyler what's going on like what happened like we're really confused and he goes yeah so um while I was getting Ellie out of the car my key fell out of my pocket and um he didn't turn off his car because sure. when they drop him off, they Not just... Not the winter. They people leave their shit yeah, running. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, but I uh, stopped in the shop in North Loop for a gift card. Which you turned the car off for. Uh, when I went yes. back to the vehicle, I checked my pockets and my key was gone. And I couldn't start my car back up. In the car's defense... they. I think without fail will warn you if it, you are putting the car into drive without the fob in the car. What kind of cars do you have? Uh, I think this was a BMW. SUV. It will say no fob detected, but doesn't make his it. defense. Oftentimes the cars are full of shit, and the fob is in your pocket, and it'll still say that. Yeah, so it's like <clears throat> he's probably had yeah. the message before, but yeah, it's there. It's yeah. there. Um, it's just in my left pocket, not my right. Right. And but he's like, <laughs> Sorry, correct. But I wasn't too worried because you know I have one free tow a year, so I decided I would use that, and then I would just get the fob when we, like, because he he was driving his wife's car, and he he just has a Jeep which doesn't have the press. So he's like, yeah. I'll just get it towed home, and then I'll just drive my other car, and it'll be fine. Uh, the for two hours straight, he kept getting a call from the insurance company being like, oh, it'll be 15 minutes. And he goes... For two hours. 15 for minutes. For two hours. For two hours. This is my day. Yeah, this is literally your and, day. you know, he can't be <laughs> This is when I had right Corey's car towed. Like, yeah. 
COVID just literally restrictions. Just your life. So he was outside in the middle of North Loop for two hours getting can't phone be calls in the building. every 15 minutes. <laughs> and so he finally goes, you know what? At this time, Lisa had found the fob and we had retrieved it and brought it back inside. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to get an Uber, cancel cancel the tow. I'm going to get an Uber to the, to the school and pick up the fob and Uber back. No big deal. And we should state that this Uber from North Loop to where this car is is they, roughly yeah. 15 miles each way, probably during peak hours, probably yeah. from downtown. Exactly. Like, it, these are not cheap trips. Also, we need to note that North Loop isn't a terribly walkable area. And it's very windy because all the buildings are tall. <clears throat> and it's winter. And it's winter. So it's like being in New York where it's just like a constant gust. I'm sure he was un- dressed for it. Yeah, but still. That and, was a joke. I'm uh, sure he wasn't. And so. This he, hits home, man. He did the Uber trip and he's like, oh, at least that's better than a tow. And um, he gets in the car and he realizes he left his phone in the Uber. <laughs> This hurts because I've had so many days where I'm just like, I- I'm just going to sleep right where I stand. Like, just call it good and try again tomorrow. And <laughs> She's telling me this. This is just Eric's life. Yeah, this is just every he, day for Eric. And he picked up his daughter at like 3.30 and he goes, yeah, I got an hour's worth of work done today. I need to go back to work. <laughs> now he has to work with his daughter. At and home. a newborn baby. <laughs> I can just picture the will to live voiding from this man's face. It was oh. so, like that. That story just yeah. Like, good luck getting an Uber back to your car with your fob without your phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! So there you oh. go. That that was his day, and that was a totally. Oh, it makes me feel good. It makes yeah. me feel better. Yeah, you're not alone. No. It happens to other people as well. <laughs> so Whew. that pretty much that that story. If I could get that. If that was told to us, that would have been on that list and probably would have won. <laughs> oh, yeah. Had that been on the podcast before just now. Oh, yeah. That would have totally won because that's just the worst possible day for commuting uh, ever. This is like half of the Nero saga <laughs> compressed into one day. Yeah, literally. Like, it's and like, for, like, for, for no good reason. <laughs> yeah, none of this should have happened. This didn't have to happen. <laughs> um, so, anyway, uh, Scott's, uh, he is tied. So, I mean, let's give it to Scott just because he's a patron and... And he, think, he doesn't own an instrument case. I think no. we should also have a new rule going forward that if you're a patron and you submit a question and it is tied. Yeah, you for, get the tiebreaker. Yeah, you get the tiebreaker. Yes. Uh, that will be our new rule moving forward. Now, uh, on to the next question is um, the final one that we had for the audience. Oh, hold on. I screwed up the web browser. It is okay. I brought it up as well. What is the best enthusiast slash driver's car in 2020 for fun per dollar? The uh, selections were E46 3 Series, NA Miata, Fox Body Mustang, or other, please specify. Uh, if you uh, didn't specify, you were automatically given the Mitsubishi Mirage um, as your choice. <laughs> so, uh, I actually, skipped this question because I did not want to partake. So, you were the one that voted for the Mirage. I thought it was Woodman Kua. Uh, <laughs> Here no, I, I just skipped it. I oh, didn't you even did. answer. Oh, you didn't answer it? Okay. Then, yeah, so uh, the one somebody skipped. actually wrote in Mitsubishi Mirage. So that's good. So you, did, you didn't have to, but they chose the Mirage. I didn't um, see that. It is, if you scroll down, <clears throat> uh, other police clicks responses. 
I had it collapsed. Yeah, and it's down there. It's the very last oh, 2020 Mirage. Sim racing cockpit. And so actually, <laughs> since um, the E46 3 Series got three votes, and that put it in third place. And I would have voted for that had I not keyed in a response. But. Yes, and then uh, other police specify was in second place. So I'm going to go through each of the responses that we have here. Um, so we have the Mitsubishi Mirage, the Sim racing cockpit, which I think in 2020 is probably the best enthusiast vehicle and you guys should try mine now that i have real pedals yes. i really would love to dude actually. It, the pedals are like people are like oh it'll take the biggest difference i'm like yeah you're full of shit can you uh oh can God. you download the peugeot 504 and then i will get the i will drive the peugeot 504 in a set of corsa through some racetrack uh i will see if it's on the, the it mod is. cars it is if it did then yeah then yep. you can take it up pike's peak perfect yes that's <clears> what i want to do all right i've uh, been doing a lot of pike's peak lately i'm getting way better at it Janice wants to drive. We're gonna have to get pedal extensions probably for you because the seat is fixed. Oh. Or we can put a bunch of pillows behind you. That might work. Yeah. Everything. Everything is supposed to be like a Miata for you. It's just the worst seating experience for you. I would move it, but it's like on the sim racing cockpit. Everything's bolts. It's like it's super rigid, which is what you need. This is why I want to make one and I want to put it in my garage, and I literally just want to get like an old shitbox CRX and cut it in half. And just cut the, yeah. like, get half of the cockpit, slide it up against my wall, put a TV where the windshield is, and then use the speakers in the car for sound. I would like to do that. And I, I like, could. And even, like, make the Arduino for the dash or whatever. Yeah. What I could do is I've still got my G29 set. We could just, you guys could both do, like, speak mm. at the same time. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be very exciting. Because it's infinitely adjustable for you. Perfect. There we go. I had too small for anything. Yes. That's fine. Ding. Now, the other selections were the Volvo 740. Um, I imagine Darren uh, Brooke probably. Yeah, I was going to say, like, great only, car? Only, I'm not it, must have, it had to be da- Darren Brooke or Taylor Finger that did that. Oh. Nobody else yeah, you're selected right. that. You guys <laughs> gave yourself away. <laughs> yeah, it had to be one of them. Um, the Toyota 8.6, which is, yes, that's a very good car. I would say that. If you can get one that's got a receipt for a timing case and it's I, under 10 grand, yeah, that's you, a good car. for super cheap. I think, like, if you got one in Copart and you had an engine for really cheap, yeah. That'd be a good car. Or if you just straight up get it cheap enough and you start it cold and it doesn't rattle. Yeah. Probably right. it. Uh A C5 Corvette. A good, I, good car. Yeah, that's a good car. Um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, MR2 Spider. That was, that was my vote. That was yours, yes. And the uh, only reason you know I put really that in. Good deal. That's a great they're deal. They're twice as much as a good E46, but they are easily twice as much fun to drive. They are the most underrated car. Period. Yeah, I should probably buy another one. You really, I highly recommend I you, you buy that. think you should buy three more? You should buy just. You should buy every generation of MR2 while you still can. Yeah, I, 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 I've told myself in the past. I've never like publicly said it, but like if another sunroof SW21 in red shows up, shows up, I'm buying it. I'd also highly recommend a supercharged uh, AW11. Just I like do you. an 88 supercharger in white would be awesome. You could actually create a really good car collection of classic Toyotas with just MR2s. I could for under thirty thousand dollars and have three cars. The problem for me. Is always has been and continually will be space. Don't you have that storage area? It's full of what? Cars. Mm. <laughs> I see. The, uh, the S fifty five's there. The SL's there. The M 5s there. The pontoons there. Oh, the pontoon. Yes. The utility trailer there. The jet skis are there. Brex is there. Mr. Wags is there. The eight fifties there. An and the blue M three is there. There's all this like vertical space they even use. Can we're, you... we're planning to build a mezzanine in there though. Why, why don't you build a second level of parking? That 
doesn't work. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it it does, but it doesn't. Like it doesn't. No, it doesn't work. I don't understand. I. <laughs> okay, I established like five years ago. I think it was right about the time I was losing the Plymouth shop. I'm like, I can't get down below eight cars because it was like I I need a wagon. Like I'm not selling like the core group of cars that are my dream cars. Yeah. I need a convertible. I need like a winter daily, and like I worked it out. I'm like, there's there's nothing that at least I own that can fill in like two of these things. Yes. So like I need eight cars. I can easily exercise eight cars a year. But, like, I'm at almost double that now. And it's like, well, yeah. Oops. <laughs> I'm at... So what you're saying is somebody needs to buy you another garage just for MR2s. No, I'm saying I need to start making hard decisions on if I really want something. I'm I need to seven. pick a car to get rid of. I'm only at seven, so I'm good. Yeah, I you get... get <laughs> anytime somebody's, like, having this crisis about, like, oh, too many cars. Oh, God, I'm like, fuck, no, you don't, bud. You're, yeah. a, you're a lightweight. <laughs> yeah, you're... An, Keep her going. Make me feel really Scrub. good. Um. I know. Every time I go, Ryan, you got to get rid of big quartz before you get a new car. I look at other people and I go, well, yeah, like Darren. Darren lives in Seattle. Yeah. He just fills his entire fucking, or not, yeah, he lives in, like, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. And he just fills up his entire block with bad cars. Yeah. And, like, it's not even like, it, it's not even like he, like, that they're aesthetically pleasing. Like, they're objectively, like, the only people that love it are people that love mothers other love cars. Yeah, that love yeah. other bad cars yes. like us. Oh, if we drove through, <laughs> we would stop. Yeah, I would use the park anywhere button to investigate. I found, the, I found another person that's like that actually. Oh, uh, we Reese, should have him on. Yeah, we should. He's actually be coming through as we give me some EF parts. Um, Let's do it. I think in early spring. Okay. But anyway, uh, Reese's boyfriend uh, Dylan. He was down and I don't know. Uh, he was out in the sticks like. A couple states over in Ohio or something. I still have this too. Um, and he's got a abundance of Isuzu iMarks, Chevy Spectrums, and uh, Nissan I, Stanza wagons. Like, I want he to really... discuss Isuzu engines with him. <laughs> he's, he's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> we had a good conversation. <laughs> and then after I found out the Fiat and the van can fit in the driveway, I was like, all right, okay, it's not. That. No, I can fit. There's it. no problem. Yeah, in like I see no problem here. Yeah, and then also there's that gay bar that's like right behind my house, and they have a whole parking lot that's not being used. And feel like I'm like, hey, do you want to make it look like your business is more successful than it really is? I can park some of my cars in your driveway because mm. that's a trick. That <laughs> right now maybe, but you yeah. that, that is a tr- it's actually, worth trying. That's a trick that Bill taught me is <clears throat> that if you want to make the like when the coffee shop was slow, oh. he'd pull some of the customer cars and parts cars from our back lot and park them in front of the coffee shop so if you're like wow there's people at the coffee shop i should go there they're open they're open (laughs) what's the biggest thing like oh i'm not sure if they're open it literally works oh yeah like if you see like there's only two parking spots in front of this of this business perfect i have a perfect spot right here Ah, and they take it just busy enough a a van in front of the shop quite quite often and that's i mean I knew it was his van, but I'd still be like, oh, cute. He has the, the van parked in front of the shop. That's really cute. Yeah. I, I guess I'll go it's say hi really, to Liz it's today. A, it's a really, really brilliant idea. And even like today, like I'll drive past and go, oh, pissed. wait a minute. Mm. Do, do I recognize these cars? <laughs> <laughs> but Blowy, actually, it, it's, a, okay. it's, a, it's a genius like tactic. Cause I, I will admit fully to like if I haven't been somewhere before, especially, yeah. Yeah. and I drive by, I'm like, yeah. 
in the parking it's lots probably like not open. Yeah. If the parking lots like empty, like if it's yeah. a restaurant and the parking lots empty, no, ugh, dude, no I don't want people to look at me when I walk in. Yeah. No, like, but if you go out there and like you have to like fight for parking, like you're like, all right. What's going Exclusive. on in here? And then you go in and there's like nobody in there and you're like, perfect. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even connect the dots. Like you're just excited now. So you are in the door, you are there for it. <laughs> the brain's just like stabbing two extension cords together and it's happy. <laughs> well, and like also he parked the cars that were for sale directly in front of the shop. So you'd like That's go to walk in point, yeah. and then you'd see a beautiful Volkswagen for sale. And you go, huh. I would love this cabrio. And we're like, we'd love to sell it to you. Please. I, I have a Touareg. <laughs> oh. Well, we'll give you a, we'll, a dollar. We'll, we'll give you a car. <laughs> why don't you, Here's why don't a dollar. You, why don't you buy me. that car? We'll, we'll, you give us money, we'll give you a car. <laughs> anyway, so, that's a, anyway. the 240, 940 digression, whatever yes. it was. Um, <laughs> moving back onto the best enthusiast driver of this car. Uh, everybody else had their weirdo responses. However, the overwhelming winner for first place was the NA Miata. And I can't complain because that's a very accurate statement saying that the NA Miata is probably the best driver's car dollar for per dollar that you can get right now. It used to be, but getting, well, you can still buy them cheap, but like, it's not a car you'd want to buy cheap anymore. You can still get them for, you can, if, get, if you can get a good broken. one. You can get a good one for $5,000. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like easily. And that's the thing is like, then when you look at other $5,000 cars, mm-hmm. you really have to sit there and justify, is this more fun than a Miata would be at this price point? No. And the the thing is, like, the E46 is a little cheaper for, like, a 335 speed. Thing, yeah. But it's also not quite as fun as an NA Miata. And that's so the thing. Like, is like, uh, when you get to the E46, it's like, if you get lucky, you can get one. Like, if you get the sports seats... It, maybe you get somebody that's a real asshat and doesn't know they've got a ZHP. What like, you want to look like now, nah, you want a ZSP, a no one or an O2, but what the real ticket is you find one that was owned by somebody who cares and it's got like 345,000 miles mm-hmm. on it because it just straight up doesn't matter. Yeah, it, no, it, it's absolutely irrelevant on the E46. I think that's why that's why it'd be such a good driver's car is like you get the, you get, I'd say 60, 70% of the Miata fun. And you also get rear seats and a trunk. So, like, it but really you, depends on what you, you get, need you it get for. you get three times as much uh, actual versatility and mm-hmm. the actual livability of the car. So, if you are getting this Yeah, if it's a weekend your, fun car. If this is your car, <laughs> get, 46 Get an E46. If you're, it's a weekend fun car, yeah, Miata's Miata. perfect. Yep. And that makes perfect sense. And that's yep. kind of why I, I actually kept this question a little vague because so I wanted people to justify other that. other categories is wrong. Well, except for the, the Mirage. That's true. The Mirage is still the best car. Yeah, I mean, it costs you a hundred dollars a month to have all the fun in the world. Scott sent me like well eighty thousand links this week, but of I, course you did. one he I had him defining. So I'm like, I'm just I, on the phone. It's too hard to click a link. He's like, well, it's a carbon calculator for like figuring out when your car becomes like carbon neutral or whatever. And there's an EV section and there's a gas section. Yes. And the the Mirage manual just obliterated. Yes. The gas I section. I love like that. It had, just like hugely lower cost of ownership than anything else on it's sale. It's a great vehicle. <laughs> I love the Mirage. Everybody should. Every, I, it's, it's one of those things. <laughs> when it came out, I hated it. Now I adore the Mirage. And th- this is the thing is, I. it's the same way I, like when people over to Honda, mm-hmm. they say, oh, that car sucks. I'm like, have you driven it? And they'd say, no, I just know it sucks. I'm like, you go drive it and you get back to me. And then like two or three years later, they get back <clears> to me and go, hey, I drove a really clean EG and it was just a 1.5 and I get it. I totally understand. <laughs> yep. And like you had the exact same experience in high school. You weren't a fan of them. And then you, you got into one. And you're like, this is amazing. Like a good Honda is like. Yeah. The, 
even like a crappy Honda is honestly it drives really well. They're but great like, cars, and then driving yeah. Kua's Mirage. It's just like it's just such a happy car. Yeah, like you can't not like it. Like it's, it's like a, that's what it's a Fiat Five Hundred syndrome. It's like you you haven't tried it. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, and with the Mirage is, it's one of those things where it's like. If the Mirage was the price of a Fiat 500, it would not make sense. No. No, it'd be but a it's dumb purchase. way cheaper. It is so you cheap. You get two more doors, so you can yeah. YouTube with it. And that's... It is It is one of the absolute cheapest cars on the road, and it's way more fun than it should be. And three cylinders do sound better than four cylinders. They really do. Yeah. Like, it is so much easier to make a three cylinder sound cool. Because it just sounds angry. And whenever Your you... brain is just trying to figure out what the hell's going on the whole time. Like, or the why? four cylinders, like, this is the it's, four cylinder. Because, I mean, a three cylinder, it sounds like a flat plane, or it sounds like a cross plane four cylinder. Like, if you think No, it what... sounds like a V6, but you're not sure which cylinder is missing. But when, when what I mean is, like, you know how, like, a cross plane V8 is, like, lumpy and, like, rough? Yeah. Like, it sounds like that. Like, if you imagine, like, if you say, yeah, and a flat plane V8 sounds, like, really smooth, like a Ferrari, and a cross plane sounds like a muscle car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got the lumpy nature to it. Yeah, and then so like when you hear a force on, you're like, this obviously is like this is this must be a flat plane or something. I don't know. And then you get into no like secondary pulse to cancel. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, and it's like with the three cylinder, it it sounds lumpy and cool. Like it's actually very cool. I want to know how many times lumpy was just like Uh, at least a dozen. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, the the mirage is always up there. Um, Some quick questions. Um, What would you say is the best collector car of 2020? Can you okay? So like you're talking like new stuff. You're talking new stuff. Clutter, just like something that you would buy as an investment. Okay, so something that's currently old and yeah. you should buy it now. Yeah, some something that was like the best classic car slash collector car purchase that you could have made in 2020. E39 M5. Oh yeah, that's actually very close. I was actually I hate saying it because Haggerty just released a video yesterday on it. But well, you already own one. Why do you think I own it? Well, yeah, but now you can just talk it up. <laughs> I'm just going to keep driving it. It's a nice car. <laughs> um, and I, de-ricifying it. I would say uh, the best one. I'm actually going to go with the BMW as well. I'm going to say E46, just of any sort. It's collector eligible. I'm yeah. going to apply. I was at the, was at the DMV December 28th. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no. no, it goes on the uh, model year, not the production. I'm like, Bleh. fine. Just the give only, me all these other the collector plates. The only state that does that. So I was like, going to get plates for, I'm going to call him Beck because his license plate is B-E-K, but the blue M3. Yeah. It's an 01. I think Beck is a good name for it. I think so, too. Beck is oh, fine. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of like the musician Beck. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Anyway, so, yeah, buy yourself uh, like a 2000 BMW. It doesn't matter what it is unless it has a V8, in which case make sure it doesn't have badge. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and then but they're all good. Uh, yeah, and so I, and when I say like, literally any E46, it's not automatic and it has some sort of maintenance record of any sort. And if it's an M3, just make sure that the rod bearings are done and you're good. Yep. Yeah. Or a budget for doing them. Yeah. If it doesn't. It's one of those two things. A good PPI. A 2001 yes, a good, BMW a PPI. with a PPI. Yeah, that, with a, that is. And a manual. I can't believe those are that old. Yeah, I know, right? Like, yeah. I, I was in there the other day. I was changing out the radio, which is a fun story about how I had to find that damn thing. I'm like. I remember vividly when these cars were brand new yeah. and in the press, and I was like looking yeah. at them and like, I remember, this I car remember is 20 when, years old. I remember when I was able to spec out an E36 on BMW.com, and then I spec'd out the brand new E46 on BMW.com. Yeah. I'm like, this is way cooler. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you're looking at like a 99 M3, and then you're looking at E46. I'm like, so, wow. And then my other. Uh, quick question was, are there any 
uh, answers that you would put in their stead for the audience questions, like car of the year, stuff like that? Uh, I, no, I, I looked at the, I mean, I did this yeah, several you, days you, ago. Yeah, you did yours. Yeah. Um, and I, I was, I did it as early as I could just to make sure that there was nothing that I wanted to add. I mean, Scott had a good point with the GMA T50, but the, the Aston Martin really, it's under the same vein. So yeah. we could have put like any new V8 yes, or V12, whatever manual hypercar. No, I, I think it's pretty good. Okay, I mean, so the one that stands out for me, honestly, is the Yaris. The Yaris is the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the best thing in the world to get right now. So. If you can buy one, but I mean, but you can't. But you can buy a Corolla GR. So like maybe two different. We have to go to the Corolla. So we can the buy Toyota it. GR. The Toyota. Yep. There you just go. Just a GR lineup. <clears throat> Car, cars. I did it. Of the year. Yeah, you did it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, cool. Let's move on to some of these topics. We have a lot of topics. We do. We don't have time. to do yeah. them all. But yeah. So well, let's start. Let's start with your first one. Well, hold on. It's gonna me me slow. I really okay. messed with. Would the you web like browser. me to do mine first? Sure. All right. So the first one I'm doing is uh, NASCAR is actually having one of their drivers take a driver sensitivity training. Is uh, it because uh, of the Bubba Wallace thing? No, it was um. So hmm, it's the best way to put it. I don't watch sports good ball. So Haley Deegan, who's a truck NASCAR truck racer. Oh, is this a lady? Yes. Um, she was on Twitch Live and called somebody the R word, uh, which oh. is a word. This, so the the opposite of advance on ignition. Yes, exactly. Okay. And uh, it, that's uh, it's one of those things where it, that is the most commonly used slur right now. I think in the American lexicon. And was it okay? Was it used to actually demean somebody? Yes. In, oh. I know. It, so it was, she was referring to somebody that yeah. she had met before. She's like, "Oh, this this person's so R word. Why they need to get off the server?" And that's the issue is that like it's one of those things. It's not quite one of those words where you immediately get chastised like the N word or something. All right. But it's one of those words where it's like, like if well, you're high you, profile enough, you really can't. Yeah, and it's that. like, and that's the thing is like, if you if you're a race car driver, like, yeah, you really shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> so no, I I know we've been I've we, gotten we've myself been, in some hot water. I mean, I I, I you, will admit yeah. I use this word a lot. Yeah, and that's and that's one of those things where it's you know it's not an okay thing to say, but it's also you aren't on the public grandstand like that, and well, you're not there's, you're there's not that? using it for someone like to demean someone. And the language changes over time. Yes. So unfortunately, I mean, like, I, I'm not condoning what she did, but you look at the usage of a lot of these words. I'm like, this uh, this word's unfortunately caught in kind of a, a transitional period yes. where, like, it yeah. really doesn't. It's not used anymore to actually discuss somebody with mental deficiencies. Yeah. It, it's, it's used to call somebody who's being an idiot an idiot. It's a word where I would say in the last five years yeah. like has really gone from being something that's like uh kind of like a, like a sticky word yeah. to like a dude really kind of word and in it's 20 like years that. it'll be it'll, like shit i it, i think uh in 20 years using that word will be the same as calling somebody the n-word or something like that where it will i think that it will become a more strongly chastised oh term. you think it's gonna get worse i think it's gonna get much worse oh i think it's uh, gonna get better well i think the reason is is that that word because it's so often used mm -hmm. to describe people with disabilities. I think that's why it's going to get more along the... Um, so you it's think a, it's it, going to go the F-A word route, yeah. not yeah. more the F-U word Yeah, route. exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, exactly. It's, I'll be curious to check back in 20 years and see where <laughs> we ended up, because I, I think it's going to turn into a nothing word. I think it's... it's. 
I think as far time. as referencing people, it will get yeah. worse for sure. Because I mean, it's also I don't think it's term. currently used for that, and I think that's why the word. And, is that, going and to that's change. the thing is like, she was using it to reference someone to call yeah. somebody a derogatory term for somebody that has got yeah, that's not good disabilities. That's really <laughs> bad. So she totally deserves to take her sensitivity training because yep. she was using it in like the worst way possible. Great. So. That's uh, was one of the things I wanted to talk about, and how uh, I think this is the first thing we've ever shared from ABC Sports, and hopefully I think ever so will be. too. Because uh-huh. yeah, usually when I see that at the top of the screen, I accidentally clicked something. <laughs> um, but anyway, on a complete, I, I can't segue, so I'm just going to start talking That's about fair. it. Well, how do you segue from that? Uh, you can't really. <laughs> you so just can't. <laughs> the opposite of R word is ingenious, and. I learned, while well, on a YouTube tangent, a couple days ago, when the Chevy Volt came out 11 years ago, I'm like, that's a really cool thing. It's like a diesel electric locomotive. It's got a gas engine that can power a generator to power your electrical system mm-hmm. when it runs out of you know, electricity, yeah. but it's an EV. That's kind of true, but I was always under the impression, and I'm sure I've even said this, the gas engine has no way to directly motivate the wheels. Does it? It, it does. Not on a first-gen Volt, but on a second-gen Volt, it does. Oh, huh. So I have up here on the screen, and I'm sorry if you're an audio listener, I will describe this as best I can. So the first-gen and second-gen Volts are Chevy Cruises. Yes. They start life as that. In the engine bay area, you've got a fixed amount of space for crash testing and just room for all of these things. So there is a typical four-cylinder engine, and then there is a transaxle. The transaxle, which looks just like an automatic or manual transaxle with six large AC cables coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Essentially what it is, it's two motor generator AC units. So it's got two big motors in it. Each one of them are three phase, so that's why you get the mm-hmm. six wires. There's also a differential, which goes to the front drive axles. What this does in a typical usage case, both of these motors are locked together with yeah. a clutch and they drive the front wheels directly. The, the gas engine is completely disconnected unless yeah, it, a certain set of circumstances or temperatures are met. But if you're going over a certain speed, another clutch engages, the engine starts up, and it drives directly with the electric motors and the gas engine. So they, on the second generation, they turned it into a, like a Prius. They did. Okay. So it became no longer a range-extended electric vehicle. It became a, a hybrid. plug-in hybrid. Yeah. Which and is totally different. Volt owners are like ass mad. I didn't realize this. They're <laughs> ass mad about that designation. <laughs> it's like, not a hybrid. It's a rare. It's an i3 Rex. I'm like, yeah, it's not, though, because an i3 Rex has a motorcycle engine on the side of it, which that isn't directly connected to anything. The, the i3 Rex literally is just a, it's a generator. Right. It's a gas generator. And the reason why they did this is the, the efficiency between... It's on the first-gen Volt. One of these two motor generators was pretty much always just directly connected to the gas engine. And if you ran out of juice, your gas engine would be charging charging with this one smaller motor, and it would be driving it straight to this bigger AC motor. But there's a lot of loss in charge. Anyway, so they were complaining (laughs) about the fuel economy, essentially, so that's why they they added another clutch pack. But I just... the. The second gen Volt is a great vehicle, and I had I had no idea. It's just a plug-in hybrid. It's just it's just an Outlander. It does. I could see why you'd be I'd be pissed. So uh, I guess another news. I imagine by 2022 we'll be hearing a story about how the Chevy Bolt now comes with LS. So (laughs) Rich Rebuilds is putting an LS in a Model S right now. I saw that. Yes, I'm Uh, I'm following with great interest. Now I want to go back to NASCAR real quick because I actually had another note here that I totally forgot to mention. Okay. You know, so you know NASCAR. By uh, actually making Haley Deegan do sensitivity training and actually trying to be proactive, 
they missed the mark a little bit. Why? Because they haven't done that in the past for anything else? Yes, and in their <laughs> rule book, the term they use for disabilities is... Handicapped conditions. Mm. <laughs> Jan, how do you, can you describe that term for a second? Because you, 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 you come from a special needs household, so you, I think, yeah, know firsthand. Yeah, and as being somebody who is significantly disabled I, handicap is just like really one of those like ryan will be like oh there's a handicap spot and i go accessible parking um, <laughs> it's a it's a bad term because like uh, it's like, like calling black people the color folk yeah oh <laughs> it's like that bad <laughs> like, and, <laughs> like i mean it is on a case-by-case for uh, like purpose oh. but like yeah. just it's bad <laughs> you, get, you don't you don't throw that term around no and <laughs> like a, again people with disabilities are different and you know some people might think that term's okay and so it's not but you really it's not the official again it's a case-by-case basis so somebody as big as nascar should not be using it it should be there should have been a lawyer that looked at that went hmm yeah just because that's the lawyer was a chicken yeah i i only found this out when i actually read their terminology from their rule book. Like, this wasn't in the NBC ad or uh, story. I actually read through this because I was like in the bathroom when I saw this. I'm like, it took a little bit longer Jep-plop, than the original. Nick. Yeah. Well, it took it... a little bit longer than I had anticipated. So I started reading the NASCAR rule book about this to like see if I could get some more, <laughs> some more dirt and... on this. And I found this gym. It, <laughs> I mean, it comes from the fact that everyone does everything. As, like as much as they can to avoid the word disabled, yeah. but people with disabilities are no. I like there's nothing wrong with having a disability. Being disabled isn't a bad thing. Just it's able-bodied people that think disabled yeah. is bad. The problem so, is you need to come up with a word that you can a simple word that's yeah. important that yeah. you can teach to the simple folks of the south. And disabled. So, there you and go. that's that's the problem. <laughs> that's 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 why all these just like. Room temperature <laughs> IQers in the South are like gender pronouns. I'm like, I get where you're coming from, but shut the hell up. You don't yeah. know what you're talking it's about. Like, it, it's because it's it all these like <laughs> handicap and whatever all these fancy well, words come from ha- able-bodied handicap, people. Handicap's different than disabled. So I, it is, and I'm just saying that people much rather like an able-bodied person much rather call somebody handicapped. But a disabled. Than, but person. a disabled person is like, no, I'm disabled. Call and so disabled. this is the thing. This is where the issue comes from: is the term handi- call them persons with disabilities. The, handi- yeah. the handicap means is that this person needs to have their life made easier for them. They need to be given a lower set of of. We already put electric points. scooters at the WalMarts. <laughs> like it's it's. The, the term handicap is like a it's really a hairy joke term because only fat people use that. Yes, yeah, so n- being fat is not a handicap. No, it's not. It's, it's just you being, being dumb. Um, so oh my god, it was, it's, that's just I wild. haven't heard that term. I know <laughs> in an official stance for a very long time. I, honestly, the last time I'd heard thanks the NASCAR term stay classy handicapped. I think was in the early nineties. Yeah, in like some movie. Oh, South Park, I think, is the last time I heard it. Yeah, it, that, it, yeah, it's not a term. Like, it's it's literally like, what? <laughs> like, this, when was this written? It, it just feels <laughs> dirty saying it because it's just like, oh, that's not the right word. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. That's just okay. That's interesting. So, why don't we? Uh, I'm not surprised with NASCAR. Yeah. You know, they're trying, but they're they're missing the mark. I, I feel like this is. 
when I read that, bless in their, their hearts. When I read that yeah. in their rule book, I'm like, what else? What? Of course, makes you want to read the whole thing, doesn't like, it? See what else is yeah, in there. Yeah, like I'm like, this is the most fitting thing. This is the most fitting term that NASCAR could have possibly used for just who NASCAR is. <laughs> it just shows oh, how man. far behind the times they are. <laughs> So far. It's so bad. Well, I mean, oh, it was man. in 2020, wasn't it? Where, like, the drivers wanted, they were, like, trying to lynch the Bubba Wallace guy yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Just like, come on, guys. <laughs> just NASCAR. <laughs> just the worst. Anyway, on another, I can't tangent from that at all. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. You literally can't. You can't cope with these, like, swings that we're taking. <laughs> I saw a story probably a week and a half ago, and it was to the point where I, I set a reminder for 11 a.m. today to put this in my topic. <laughs> Because it was so good. Um, there are photos circulating a lot of the popular automotive media sites right now mm. of a small regional Canadian airline <laughs> that has hacked up Geometros and Dodge Neons as their airport tug vehicles. Are they I using Metros that. as well? Well, that's a Metro right there. No, that's a Neon. Is it? Yeah, they're, they're all first-gen Neons. Oh, okay. I mean, it says Neons, but like the middle one here looks like a Metro. It might have been. Maybe. Hmm, it's got Metro wheels on it. but I Just mean, the I front overhang looks Metro-y to me, but maybe that's just because they think it's, I think it's a the neon. Yeah, because the bumper's hanging off. Also, okay. these cars look like they found them in a junkyard. <laughs> well, first-gen first Neons, where else are you finding them right now? They've probably been in a junkyard for 10 years. God, that's hilarious. But it's they're, <laughs> they're just hacked up. And, yeah, they even look like airport equipment. <laughs> but I mean, why not? They're probably super yeah. cheap. It's got to be cheaper than a tug. I'm just—I can't believe this is allowed. Like, yeah. uh, there's obviously no FAA because it's Cal- uh, it's Canada. Canada, not Canada. That's hilarious. But I'm just like, hmm. I love that. <laughs> I, I couldn't find any videos of them in motion, but I oh, just—this is strangely endearing. Like, I just want all tugs to be neons now. I wish the neon would come back as just the neon. Like, and that's the thing is like people with the sh- original advertising campaign. Yeah, that's the only picture I'd seen so far. <laughs> And I loved that. It was just this dude in the snow with a neon with no doors. Even their luggage carts are just like, it's like scaffolding with, uh, it it's looks just scaffolding. Like a body cart. It, lo- it looks like they just robbed a northern tool. But I mean, a tug, I don't know what those things cost right now, but it's, it's a, they cost a fortune. I mean, they're really expensive. Well, and they will last yeah. way longer, yeah. obviously, than a neon, but. Well, mm-hmm. it's a neon. I want a tug. Yeah, I would like a tug too. If if we, if we ever find a cheap tug, we should buy it. My boss has a 1947 Clark tug with a three-speed manual. Awesome. This thing is unforgivable. Where was it? I was on um, the JDM auction updates Facebook page where they just like list JD, like cars have gone through Japanese auction. Yeah. And there was a Japanese delivery truck with a five-speed column shift manual. Oh. I want to yes. drive that so yes. bad. I just, I've never driven a five-speed column shift. It'd be easy. And I would love to. It sounds like the greatest thing in the world. And this reminds me of, because, like, the USPS is having a a hard time right now. So they're having to rent vehicles. And so, like, my director's husband is a postmaster. Mm -hmm. And so I always keep, like, I never ask her how her weekend is. I go... How was your husband's weekend? Because it's been an interesting time for them because he particularly watches over the district that was kind of just burnt down earlier this year. Yeah, that, that um, was his post office was yeah, the he's uh, Lake tra- Street post office. Oh, okay. Because like he, yeah, he's, that one's not there he's postmaster of now Minneapolis. A, the Kmart is, though. <laughs> and that's what they're using. Yeah, so I keep asking her like how, it, how it's going because he's been like... 
tasked to deal with this neighborhood as an African-American man. They're like, oh, you're our black post officer master. You can take care of this neighborhood. And he's like, all right, I will. And so they were delivering Also, that's mail. like a really problematic way to give him the job, but okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's the way, but, but it, there's it, it two seems postmasters like, it seems and like he's that, the one yeah. that's dealing with this neighborhood. Sorry, sorry. I was stopped. We were talking. I'll reach out. But it, no, it's, she was just pointing at the microphone sorry. for the first time today, so I had to turn it um, down a little bit. Oh. Yeah, sorry, I'm yelling. Um, but anywho, so like he, w- like they were doing mail out of like basically out of their trucks for the longest time, and now they're using the Kmart that's in the middle yeah. of Lake Street, and now he's having to deal with the whole capital situation right now. Ah, um, poor guy. So Very he's fun. had to reroute all of his trucks from this around the capital. This guy's been just given the worst assignments. Yeah. <laughs> But they're like yeah. So you get uh, you get Frogtown and you get uh, Phillips in Powderhorn Park. I'm sure he. Oh, gets by the way, <laughs> I'm sure he gets more. This is just all that we talk about. And then like, so they have like rental cars. And Ryan's like, why are they using Mercedes? And I'm like, because they're having to rent out they're all these different vehicles. They're using Mercedes mattresses, and they mm-hmm. they remove the the TriStar and they put on the the post office symbol. The no, post they, they bought symbol. those. Oh, they actually bought those yeah. ones. They, they just Holy. did a huge contract for them. But uh, yeah, they also are literally renting out cars. Like oh, yeah. he was I personally delivering mail like, cool. out of his own car. Like, a, it was a postmaster was personally delivering. I don't think packages. there's any federal funded thing that has more like can do attitude anymore than the that's like the yeah. last remaining like 1950s mentality thing yeah. in the government we're just gonna make it because they literally have Rain to or shine like yeah. they don't they're underfunded and well it's they like, keep getting all their funding like just like uh, allocated they make plenty of money but all the other government agencies siphon off all their profits <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like okay well okay i guess i can't i guess i just have to fund everything now yeah and i <laughs> i've always loved the postal service so it's fun seeing like the inside works and being like so how's that going this weekend and she's like yeah um it's gonna be a long weekend for us because he has to make sure his postal workers are safe <laughs> safe and that their buildings not being burnt down and that they're not getting assaulted by boogaloo boys <laughs> 2020 has been they have a truck <laughs> A year of very delayed package and mail, but yeah. I haven't said a word about yeah, it. I'm not going to complain about no. USPS. UPS, they can suck my ass. Yeah, but UPS USPS, sucks. super U- expensive, crappy. Yeah, USPS. Everything USPS has to go through. I'm like, you know what? I understand. They still get my packages to me That's relatively quickly. I've had less. The issues. only vehicle we've pulled up the street this year <laughs> belonged to the post office Aww. because. Yeah, I just feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they, now, they can't. They they literally can't afford snow tires. Now that guy doesn't skip my street anymore in a snowstorm. So there you go. Aww. Perfect. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. what you do. You help the post office, and they and they they, they leave signature confirmation packages. It's the best. I my post office guy uh, when I lived in St. Louis Park, I would give him uh, Clorox wipes for in hand sanitizer when he was delivering because that's like milk and cookies for santa claus yeah it was it was, it was like in the early days of covid like when they literally didn't have any ppe mm. and so i was just like you know what dude you, you you're not touching your face for like eight <laughs> hours at a time why don't you touch your face for a second? He was one of the <laughs> your ones... face needs touching oh, oh my god oh. yes oh. <laughs> and he was the one that delivered by foot yeah yeah so. my, my neighborhood is too except for packages yeah, so, well, I mean, like, it's not like he doesn't, like, drive the truck up from house to house. Like, he, like, it's he my, parks it My and mail it is foot walk, carried, yeah. and then package service from USPS is another route. Oh, interesting. That's so odd. Very efficient. Yeah. Uh, now, moving on from the USPS, 
Uh, I would like to actually talk about something that Ben Shu sent to me, probably with you in mind. Actually, you were, it was yeah, in a group he, chat it, with him. He sent it to a group chat yeah. while I was driving in the middle of the snowstorm. And I like I always have my ways on to make sure that I don't get distracted. And so like I had my ways on and I was driving to Ryan's house because I needed his internet to go, go see my therapist for the first time in a month and a half. Driving through a snowstorm and then all of a sudden I see... Reno pop up in my messages and I go oh, both oh. hands off the wheel yeah. into the phone <laughs> yeah exactly and I was like um, oh no I'm driving a Sienna I gotta so not take my hands off the wheel Ben Shu sent me a new Reno EV prototype which is the Reno 5 prototype and it's a Reno car yes it's the Reno car Reno 5 Reno 5 turbo like the Reno 5 turned into an EV and that so far is my favorite concept of 2021 because that so looks amazing. Pretty. I don't know about the 22-inch solid wheels, but uh, yeah, other than that, I dig it. It's also a concept. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? But um, the, yeah, the, the, body, the body itself is just perfect, though. I love it. I love how they got the taillights right. They got mm-hmm. the roof line right. There's nothing I love more in a car than a strong roof line. And that is just, oh, my God. Has I, the correct number of doors. Mm-hmm. I really want, yeah, I love how they blended in the rear doors on it. Um, I really hope this comes to uh, – oh, go back for a second. Three sp- or three lug wheels, just like the Renault Lua car. Excellent. I love that. <laughs> but this is such a cool car. Good luck putting wheels on this thing. Mm-mm. A hot butt. They actually make adapters for it. And there's actually a surprisingly large number of three lug wheel manufacturers because of the oh, five in the Lua car. So there you go. It actually works. <laughs> Uh, this is such a cool car. I love it. I want this to actually come into production. I want I bet it to come it to America. I mean, since they like put the entire DS brand, sorry, DS brand into electrification, and it's owned by the same God, company. God, it looks so good in the headlights. They just nailed it. Like they really nailed that concept, looking like the original one. And it's this hello. Everyone gives hello. manufacturers crap for like just like using a really popular design and then updating it a little bit. But I'm yeah. like, why would you That's not do perfect. that? Why? Yeah, why are you messing with something that worked? Hey, BMW, why don't you take an E30, update it a little bit? I bet yeah. it'll sell really well. Yeah, like that would huh. be a good idea. I like that idea. Like and the Sienna, they just that's keep what they making did. Like, it sexier. I'm not mad with, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like, I hate the modern Civic. I love the EF Civic. If they made a modern EF Civic, yeah. I would buy it. Like, I well, know not that just I like, like this thing. Reproducing the old car, but like just using all the stuff that worked Q-wise and feature-wise from the old car into a new one. Now, does your entire lineup have to be that? No. no. But doing a... Wait, so we shouldn't make a Mustang SUV or... No, we shouldn't. Okay. But like, you know, having a postmodern car dot in your lineup is not a bad idea because right. that also points to your heritage. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, don't worry... We know how to make a cool car. Remember we've the one time we dominated in this segment? Yeah. We, we've made again. great things before, and we're going to continue to make great things. Like, I like that. I enjoy good things. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So did you want to touch on your very last topic before yeah, we head out one. today? Yeah. yeah. So um, we've talked about Tesla's 18-day shutdown, which I think is turning into a little bit more than that now. Mm-hmm. but. The reason why they're doing it is they are retooling for a Model S, Model X facelift. Mm. And news this week came out that they are now fire-sailing the stock of existing S and X mm. models. So, of course, confirmed. 
but I can't quite figure out if this is going to be like a really, really huge revamp update where they like change the hard points of the car, the glass, the doors. Like an entirely different model update. Right. Or, or if, if they're going to do lift. what they did in 2015, which is change the nose cone to the grillless thing and then just like touch up the bumper. The Voldemort front end. Yeah. yeah. Since. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Since they're changing the type of battery cell. For sure. I don't know what they're going to, but I'm guessing it's going to be a 21700 like the Model 3, but with scupped ends on it, which means they're not... It's complicated, yeah, but no, they get a little bit shorter. Yeah, they get shorter and they have a, a larger contact point. Yeah, yep. we, we talked about that previously, yep. actually. Yep. I think that's what it's going to be, and I, I don't think they're going to make significant uh, hard point changes to the car. I'm hoping that they just surprise, change hard points, and their entire model lineup starts looking like the Cybertruck. I don't think that's going to happen. I want Sid Mead. I hope that doesn't happen. I, I would love that. I, I really, I, I have this like mental picture of like Elon Musk, like sitting in his like home with like whatever Grimes or Grunge, whatever her name is, taking care of the oh, SR71 Blackbird baby, like in the background. And he's sitting there with a Ouija board, <laughs> like seancing, like Sid Mead to design his cars for him. <laughs> Should use more straight lines. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that's likely. It could happen. I just, I, I would. I I, 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 that's possible. With the way the world's going, that's the only thing that does not point at everything that America's becoming, becoming actually Cyberpunk 2077 by 2077. Because so far, everything else that's happening in America is really like everything's pointing to that as our future. And I'm like, you know what? I'm all in on this. Let's Cyberpunk just do has got a pedible cat in it, so I'm good. That you can adopt. I can adopt that guy? Yes, you can. I found that out. I was playing it, and I got the cat. Nice. Yeah. BRB, and go play Cyberpunk. It's pretty yeah. great. <laughs> I found that out last night. Yeah. So anyway, once upon a time, um, Musk had said that he's not planning to replace the Model S ever. Oh. He's just planning to constantly update it. He's going to keep the body style looking the way it looks? Didn't say that, but he just said constantly update it. He said it's never going to be an obsolete product. I'm like, okay, well, when you say something like that in the past, unless things have changed, which it certainly could because it's the world's most valuable publicly traded company. Yes. Um, I think it's going to be bumpers, maybe trim, wheels for sure, powertrain for sure, battery for sure. I think they're going to completely redo the dash. So you, you think that they're going to do like the the uh, Jaguar XJ where they just designed it in like 1963? I think what they're going to do 2003. is anything that is on the 2021 car, 2022 car rather, we'll bolt I on. could bolt onto mine. Yeah, so they're just going to do the updates. Yeah. They're not going to actually, I don't change, think they're gonna they're change, gonna change, actually change the chassis itself. I don't think yeah. so. I'm, I'm into that. I love it when manufacturers do that. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Turns them into Tinker Toys. It's what but makes yeah. Subaru... Well, Subaru. Yeah. I was going to say great, but that's wrong. It's, it, what, makes it's what makes Subaru Subaru. 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 Yeah. It's what makes Toyota great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, if you look at like, what makes people really like Jaguars is like they have their timeless design. Like yeah. the XJS and, or the X, yeah, the XJS and the XJ, like they well, never changed them, them yeah. ever. The like, XJ, yeah, it was like, what, 76 to 94? No, it was literally the 60s, I think. I honestly think it like the came XJ? out. Yeah, I think the Could XJ be. came out in the 60s. Wow. It went from the Datsun 510 to the <laughs> the new Impala. <laughs> like, yeah. It went, yeah. No, actually, sorry. Datsun 510 to, to second generation Toyota Prius. <laughs> there you go. That will give you an idea of how long that car was in production using the same and basic style. And what's better, style. the XK engine. Yes. Because that was pre-Tri-5. 
through the first gen Prius. That was 1948 yeah. until the first gen Prius. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty amazing. That is a long-running engine, and they well, still never figured it out. No, they never did. <laughs> well, it's British, and never, they never intended on it. Anyway. Great on, engine. But. On that bombshell that uh, they might do some small things, I'd like them to keep it more or less the same in the rest of their model lineup. Looks It'll like keep it the car cheaper. Why not? Yeah, and you know what? Hey, if the rest of their model lineup looks like it was designed by Sid Mead, I'll probably buy one eventually. <sighs> and on that You're bombshell. You're hoping for the sands. 